Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the podcast release of The Plex. Our live show is over three hours long most of the time. If you don't want to miss any of it, you can listen live Sundays, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you go to patreon.com slash echoplex and join at the $5 level or higher, you'll get the live show sent to you the day after we record it, uncut, unedited, straight off of Icecast 2. The moon laughs at my pain. She taunts me as a weep. She'll never truly understand as the tears fall at my feet. She's far too superficial, but still can see inside of me. The moon's too far away to care, but close enough to see. So she humors me again as I walk this world of my own. out there it's time to turn around and bend over because we're driving all right everybody it is <laughs> 8 p.m pacific that means it's time to hit the docket uh for the podcast listeners this is the plex podcast we do this live every sunday from 7 to 9 p.m pacific and beyond into red light do tune in uh, via our very high quality ice cast to server brought to you by DigitalOcean. check our support page for uh how to get your own digital ocean high cap high quality ice cast too or anything else you want server I'm pretty sure Dave, you can find me at Plex underscore Dave on uh, Twitter. <laughs> I'm the Media Wench. Uh, you can find me at Ouija Queen on Twitter and Instagram. You can find all of our social medias at our webpage and on our Facebook page. That's um, EchoplexMedia.com. Uh, we do have a phone number. It's 415-903-PLEX, uh, 415-903-7539, but the phone lines will not be back up until we hit red light. But you can call and leave a message anytime. Yeah. Assuming we turned on the voicemail. That's right. And we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Ecoplex. Throw us a couple of your shill bucks. And uh, there's perks at the $1, 5 and $10 levels. If you give us 10 bucks, you get all of them. It's amazing. Who are you, sir? Uh, well, my government name is... But you can call me Jeremonster. And uh, find me at Jeremonster at the tweetspace.com. And... Uh, I've probably had a little bit too much to drink, but that's okay because I'm right on brand. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. <laughs> Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine. I hope you have a real nice day. The weather, the traffic, the time, and the news. How's your commute? What do you do? Sorry I'm late, I kept hitting snooze. It's just one of those days. You know what they say. It is what it is. Ignorance is bliss. When it rains, it pours. Couldn't ask for more. What goes around comes around all in good time. I guess that your guess is as good as mine. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. 
thanks. Everything's fine and everything's fine. I hope you have a real nice... Making a statement on Google territory, Ben Berkwam and fellow Trump supporters say they're standing up to so-called social media monopolies. On Thursday, the group toured the Google and Facebook campus. They believe the sites manipulate how information is delivered to the public. If they can make your post appear on the third or fourth page, well, you're basically Invisible. This stance taken after President Trump tweeted Tuesday saying Google search results for Trump news only shows the viewing reporting of fake news media. In other words, they have it rigged for me and others so that almost all stories and news is bad. They're controlling what we can and cannot see. Uh, they better be careful because you're, you can't do that to people. You can't do it. We have tremendous, we have literally thousands and thousands of complaints coming in. Google responded with this statement saying search is not used to get a political agenda and we don't bias our results toward any political ideology. Trump is so goddamn fucking stupid. I don't know how he remembers to breathe in and out. And I wish that he would forget and save us all a lot of trouble. He has a government implanted system in his ears that say breathe in, breathe, breathe out, out. <laughs> breathe in, breathe out. Well, Melania, Melania, you better get on that spy game and fucking sabotage that shit, right? No, seriously. No, the thing is, sir, is that... What people, I would have to think that the algorithm probably has something to do with what people are actually typing in the search bar for. Even though we're never going to know what Google's algorithm is because that's like their secret sauce. They're not going to, that's proprietary. They're not going to tell you what it is. But I'm going to probably say that just, I mean, this is just my speculation, but if people, if like a million people type in, Trump has a small penis, you know, so that's going <laughs> to come up probably more often than not. Lots of stories from like Feminista Jones and Wonkette about Trump probably having a small penis. Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. <laughs> so the problem, the problem here is that this is really difficult to prove, right? So say in some bizarro land universe, all of the Trump supporters get together and fucking hire the fucking, I don't know, Judge, Judge Judy's a judge who's like a, who's like a shifty lawyer. They get Perry Mason, right? And so Perry Mason goes in and he goes, oh, well, part of discovery means we get their algorithm code. Well, that's fantastic. You know who understands that algorithm code? Not Donald Trump. And not the average jury. So the uh, people would just be confused and be unable to convict. But more importantly, like there is a mass. If you type Donald Trump into Twitter, the thing that's being forgotten here is or not Twitter, I'm sorry, into Google. The thing that's being forgotten here is that if you're logged in, Google knows who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. Right. So I will have different search results when I type Donald Trump in mm-hmm. than a Trump supporter will. Mm-hmm. Wait, because you're Google, saying targeted search results is a thing? That's exactly. So <laughs> if you log out and you're stupid, you think <laughs> that it will be untargeted search results, but Google will be like, you know, Google's computer will be like, you know, that's the same IP address that <laughs> exactly. just searched for this a few minutes ago. I think right. we should give them the same results. Yeah. People so, don't understand this, though. The, the thing that set this off, I mean, and I and I saw this on the news because I listen to MSNBC at work. They, um, the There was a guy who took two computers and did a search on them both. And on both of them, it came up with right. major fucking with major news networks cnn msnbc there's a lot more major news networks 
than just Fox, you know. I know Donald doesn't understand that there is other news organizations that do news than Fox, so they're all fake, right? And so, and AmericaFreedom.ru didn't come up anywhere in the uh, in right. the search results, which Ex- is positive Trump coverage, I'm sure. Exactly. I I think that um, our first indication that Fox News isn't really giving us news is the facts that they use. Fox and Friends. It sounds like a fucking superhero show that it you would watch sound. on Saturday morning. That's what morning. they want you to think, though. That the, the, I know. That like, the conservatives are the superheroes, they're and like, they're going to come and save us. And I think the Plex Five is a much better show. <laughs> Plex Five. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So the bring, in, bring in fan art, guys. Come on. <laughs> so, he, unfortunately, I have more of this. The thing that is also interesting is that, like, so I just can't imagine a world in which I'm sitting in Fresno. Okay, I can't imagine that world anyway. Say I'm sitting in Fresno, right? I don't have this podcast. I don't even have a meth habit. I ain't got nothing. And, <laughs> and so I'm like, Wait, if you don't have a meth habit, then you have at least something. Um, but I mean, I even I uh, in Fresno, I would suggest that a meth habit is probably the most interesting thing about you. <laughs> but enough about that. I couldn't imagine like thinking that I'm going to go to Mountain View and like get a four hundred dollar a night hotel or whatever to go get kicked off of Google's campus because it's private property. Right. Like, and what's really, really important is that Google can give you whatever the fuck results they want when you search for something Mm -hmm. because, and mind you, Trump people should understand this. That's what happens when you have a business and you're providing a service. They're, it's funny they're not bitching that Fox News's website isn't hosting the Plex's pod, podcast content and putting it front and center, right? Maybe they're, we they're, should. There's Matt at Google. Yeah, we should do. We should do a funny fucking video about our free speech and how we're not even fucking featured at all on Fox's The Five, <laughs> even though our product is superior. Anyway, I'm sorry. Here's another clip. This is where it's happening. Berkham says he tried to speak to Google officials to file complaints, but was met by private security. They weren't expecting us to come. I, I think they were irritated <laughs> no, that we were there. Berkham believes free speech is at risk for conservatives he says will be targeted by Google, Facebook, and even Twitter. The companies that were founded on this idea of a free exchange of ideas have become the thought police. Oh, Berkham says he and several oh. others will be back at Google headquarters tomorrow afternoon for an even larger gathering. Live in the news with Justin Lum, KC24 local news. Nine? <laughs> just, because you you, nine? just because you let Three the internet... More do the thinking for you that does not make them the thought police that just makes you fucking stupid that's the thing is like if you yeah if okay so say say you okay for example like if i was to look up our vaccine safe and i didn't have my filter bubble i would get a bunch of nonsense Mm -hmm. but that's not the thought police that's the way the internet works is that a bunch of nonsense all links to each other. And the one thing we know about Google's algorithm is that the more people link back to you, the higher your search result gets, especially if those places are other places that are high in this. Like if the raw story links back to us right. versus if Madison star moon linked to us, yeah. we're waiting for you to link to us on your homepage girl, but I don't even think that belongs to you. <laughs> it's not going to for much longer. If we ever fucking get our hands on it. So coming from like a, a, a tech perspective, Dave, cause you know, Tons about this. Is, is, is it easier for them to do this um, controlled search, like um, financially or whatever? Is, is that why they're doing it? Is, is I don't think that I don't think that Google is as thoughtful as everyone gives them credit for. Everybody's like, like they're planning things like 
how do we make more money? Mm -hmm. How do we make you more addicted to your phone? They're not sitting there thinking about how they can fucking censor the internet. Like, no, because that's a that's against the soulless entity. That's a, that's against the business model. Also, um, just because Google offers you a free service because you are a product and you make them money because they sell ad revenue, that does not make their their private property a public space for you to come and fucking shenanigan all over. That's still a, a still a place of business. It's not like a public library. Well, that's the other thing is, yeah, this guy just showed up like at somebody's place of work. Like after, especially after what happened at YouTube. No, uh, yeah, they're not playing with that anymore. That's like, like it's gonna re- that's gonna fucking wreck it for everyone. You know, we know people that work at Google and we see pictures of the campus and it's beautiful and stuff. And I would love to go hang out there, but I'm not gonna because I don't work there. Right, and I would have I would have major ethical problems with working at a company like Google, but that's 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 neither here nor there. Um, I'm sorry that uh, these people were met with private security when they trespassed. The struggle is very real, and I'm sorry <laughs> that your shitty website is on the fourth page of the Google search results. If you search for things like a, if you were to search for Sam Harris, Stefan Molyneux, we're the fourth result, not on the fourth page. You better recognize, bitch. We ain't got no money, and our <laughs> shit is showing up mm-hmm. pretty good in search results about like crowded markets because because we are um what's the word not stupid and our page isn't covered with nasty stupid ads and we're not lying to people all the time and having the algorithm dump us down for doing all kinds of weird link farming and shit Mm -hmm. we're just trying to make content and we're doing okay on uh, search engine results and when we do show up on the fourth page we don't really blame anyone else because it's just like well that's the way the cookie crumbles maybe we should get our uh, people to find our stuff another way i do like the fact that every time donald trump googles himself it's horrible Oh, I know, I know. He deserves that. He's, I bet he's he the Googled, number one idiot on Google. He's like sitting there with, uh, he's sitting there watching fucking Fox News, watching his, his huggy. <laughs> <laughs> Refreshing. He's like, there's gotta, be, there's gotta be a good story about me. All right, so one more local story. This is near and dear to the, uh, the youth of uh, myself and the media wench they're going to tear down um the secret sidewalk this is a sad sad story and these clips do a pretty good job of explaining what the secret sidewalk is funny enough um shout out to i don't know they'll tell you who they are at the end of this because i never cut that off of local news a popular spot for nature lovers in the east bay is about to vanish it's called the secret sidewalk and much of it has already been demolished in fremont's niles canyon area nbc barrier's laura sambal has more on why the hot spot is being wiped out laura the sidewalk is about two miles in from here, but take a look at all those no trespassing signs. The property owners wouldn't let us on property and even called the cops on us, though we weren't breaking any laws. Oh. Because he's a dick. But I mean, it's, yes, people fucking party back there. And yes, it's fucking dangerous because the fucking nature lovers, my ass, they're going back there to fuck, drink, and smoke weed and do God knows what the fuck else out there. Acid. Some weird... <laughs> guilty there's some fucking weird ass shit that we have come up on like there's some weird stuff we we seen some shit okay there was a dude with all the cats remember the dude with all the cats i don't know if i remember the dude with all the cats <laughs> i just remember we definitely ran into some weird people up there so it's it's too bad it's being torn down um but i don't know here's clip two i know people in this area have enjoyed that the secret sidewalk for generations. Michael Murphy of Fremont is talking about the so-called secret sidewalk, a hot spot for hikers that's actually the top of the Old Springs Valley Aqueduct. On the weekends, there's a lot of people coming by, like bikers and hikers and kids coming through here from like 
the morning until night. The property is owned by a company called Mission Clay Products that manufactures sewer pipes. No one from the company would talk on camera, but tell me the secret sidewalk was a liability and needed to be removed. Well, I feel bad for it. Like I said, it's an artifact. I, it would be nice if they could have left or can leave just a uh, representative section of it so people can see. No shit. They should but leave. then how are they going to get back there? Because every time somebody wants to come take a look at it, the property owners call the cops on them. Yeah, I feel like I feel like whoever owns that is a dick and yeah. should just turn it into a park. Yeah. Like turn it into a park and a hiking trail and like people will do acid there and it won't even be illegal. Mm-hmm. Maybe even like put some park benches there. One of those it. little those little lock boxes with the little fucking envelopes next to it. Every once in a while somebody might drop you a couple bucks. But no, they want to, I don't know what the condos. <laughs> no, they don't put condos back there either. Not yet. Uh, well, that's too much. Fuck that, that. That's a that's a. Oh, hike. that'd be a. Oh no, no, no. They build. They build a road out to there, like right along the path of the old sidewalk, and they build some nice fucking condos. You can guarantee people pay a lot of money to live right there. I've seen people climb to the top of those fucking brick stacks though, and fucking and yeah, that's sketchy. And I can understand. Oh, that needs to be torn down. Take that down. In fact, like the that's really weird that they're not letting you go back to the sidewalk, but the. The, the the there's these okay so there's these brick stack towers I'm, I'm not sure what they were used for in the past but they're very tall and people do climb them and i'm sure someone's fallen off of them but they're worried about the sidewalk i just think that they don't want people to do acid out there yeah which is like i mean i don't do acid anymore but i do think that people should do acid at the secret sidewalk Fuck yeah it's a safe ass place to do unless you climb to try to climb the fucking the brick stacks but the the fucking everything else is the, the graffiti's cool there's like great places to have fucking bonfires where it's all nice and cleared out i guess they don't want people doing that there but it was one of the first places you ever took me in the bay and it mm-hmm. was it was beautiful man yep. it was it was i felt almost like i was back up in jefferson state you know in a little it's like old shasta but yeah. fucking the that's the sidewalk you got more i do have one more clip of the secret sidewalk um it's it's a real shame that it's being torn down, um, but I mean, I can probably always remember it because I've fucking watched the world melt there before. All day long, dump trucks came and left, no debris in sight. Workers from a company called Patriot Environmental Services on hand. Members of the Sierra Club say old oil bunkers are also on site and previously posed a possible environmental risk for interested developers. Now, nature lovers want answers. It's a nice area and... Uh I'd like to know what's going on out there. A spokesperson with the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission tells me the property owners have not contacted them about any development projects, and they are required to do so, but they are aware of a restoration project that is going on here. Reporting from Fremont, Laura Samble, NBC Bay Area News. There, there's some kind of restoration project going on, so maybe they are going to keep a piece of the sidewalk. Well, that would be great. Because they, or they're just restoring like a road. They're probably restoring a road to build condos. <laughs> yeah. They're going to gentrify the fuck out of that nature. Oh, man. But in the middle <laughs> of that condo complex, there should be like a piece of the sidewalk, right? Found so many deer skulls in that canyon. I wish I would have kept. Oh, man. But I don't know. Maybe <laughs> better to leave them there so other people can see them, right? I hope that somebody fucking finds one in their garage after a flood and is like, oh, my God, my house has a poltergeist. <laughs> All right, so poltergeist of deer. It's unfortunate that the sidewalk's being torn down, but I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. And big portions of it have already been torn down, but the part where we used to walk on is still there. Um, 
So here's a bit of a palate cleanser. This is a Carmen Cruz. She is the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico. She's amazing. And she should run for president in 2020 because there's just not a lot. Of, there's not a lot in the field. It's just like telling somebody that's gone through a fire that it's their fault that they didn't run fast enough. No, it is your fault, Mr. President. You should shame on yourself and your administration. You led us here to die because you were more concerned about the political spin than about the human reality that we were dying. And now that number, 2,975, will follow him wherever he go for the rest of his life. No, it won't. He's a sociopath. Yeah, he's a sociopath. And, the, you know, he's like, oh, you know, it's not like it was a real disaster like Katrina because that killed thousands of people no only 16 people died only 16 and i'm gonna throw you guys some paper towels and y'all should be all right and then he tried to say that oh you know puerto rico they want uh, they want to get their power fixed but their power plant was shut down and out of business and, and gone before that so there's no reason why i need to pay for that it's cost me billions of dollars billions of dollars didn't you have a hand in the fact that they just got shut down i want to th- talking to the mic didn't he have a hand in the fact that it sh- got shut down? Didn't he, I, he was part of the I, part of that? I do we? Ha- I don't have any information. I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I could throw facts out too. <laughs> no, well, I, mean, I don't have any information about that in front of me. So, but the the thing is that like the thing is that like the 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 federal government's response to it was fucking anemic. It was and, a joke. And other was- other outlets were reporting that it was over. What did they say? Less than twenty, which it was before. It was just that the 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 the, the lack of a better term state of puerto rico i know it's a territory but Mm -hmm. it kind of functions like a state government they are going to release their numbers last because Mm -hmm. of the way that they collect them it's not you know uh, universities had put out numbers that were somewhere in the three thousand range Mm -hmm. it's just that the puerto rican government is going to put out their numbers well after the university studies because they want to make sure they get it right because they're a government agency and they have to be credible a university wants to be credible too but if they get it wrong they can just be like well here's how we got it wrong and you know here's how we're going to adjust our study next time whereas the government's job isn't to adjust the study a university's job is to make a better study the government's job is to give you facts hopefully hopefully Hopefully. (laughs) she doesn't seem like somebody who is uh interested in fudging facts she's like well no she's and she would she probably the i bet this lady takes no delight in the three thousand number because a lot of them were in san juan because that's the population center and man you know the weird thing because you know trump was saying that their electric and electricity infrastructure was bad before but now they don't have any so the fact that it was bad before means he doesn't have to spend any money on it now because it was already failed well that's ridiculous i mean i don't know they're they're like a part of this country like any other part of this he country. doesn't understand and, that well he doesn't understand what i bet you he's never ever had his power shut off ever well never no, had to deal without not. electricity he's never had to deal without probably somebody wiping his own ass could you oh god trump's ass wiper what a what a terrible terrible sloppy even mike rowe wouldn't do that probably need job. three people to wipe that gigantic fucking ass because he's <laughs> I all bet in the middle of that is just this tiny fucking clenched butthole that- <laughs> <laughs> not even air you could from. stick a piece of charcoal up there and in six weeks you'd have a diamond, <laughs> you'd have a diamond. no yeah. if it's trump you'd have fucking cubic zirconia then you'd tell you it was a diamond <laughs> what are you talking about he'd sell that shit to you as a diamond but it's not a diamond <laughs> trump diamonds made in china <laughs> <laughs> fuck that made in russia <laughs> <laughs> All right, so shout out to you, Carmen Cruz, mayor of uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. You are not the Mick resistance. You are the resistance. And um, it's really just a shame 
like overall the way that the United States has treated Puerto Rico over the years. It's it's absurd that that's not a state in our country because it's very it's closer to Florida than I am to Arizona right now. Like and Arizona's a state and it's not but it's there's uh, you know closer what it is to us in Alaska. There's not a lot of white people in Puerto Rico and I don't I don't mean to like fucking I don't mean to call it race, but I'm willing to bet that racism is a lot to do see like the, this kid doesn't like it over here when we talk about racism <laughs> on the show and ba- neighbor's baby kid is like race baiting fucking libtards yeah. <laughs> that's, what she, that's what the baby's trying to say but yeah that's i mean it's just like it's people think trump would be like is that part of mexico if you asked about puerto rico they'd be like no sir it's part of the united states he'd be like well what state is it and they'd be like no, no no it's a territory he'd be like what does that mean what does that mean what does that mean uh, Guam have to ask me again. Oh, no. They'd be like, you know, those kids that you don't take credit for having having birthed, but they're still your kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what Puerto Rico is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm not giving them any money. <laughs> it's and, like Tiffany, but so not, not, as, right. not as rich. Paper towels. That's all. So I'm going to move along, and unfortunately, I have Ron DeSantis. He is a first of all, and I don't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. There's a black fellow in uh, Florida who got the Democratic nomination. He's a a progressive yes. uh, uh, democratic socialist and, and he, he came up from he was like he was like 10 fucking points behind and then all of a sudden but you know who it was polls just polls well they're going to mention his name in these clips here but shout out to him because he's like sort of the new thing and he was the mayor of tallahassee and he would be the first black governor in florida and that'd be pretty cool and the first democratic governor in, in a while 25 years and his policy is good and that's why this ron DeSantis guy is fucking afraid mm-hmm. because this guy the guy the guy he's running against is the real fucking deal and he was the mayor of tallahassee so he knows how to government like i'm sure he wasn't perfect or whatever but anyway ron DeSantis is going to say i don't know the fucking stupidest thing you could ever possibly say when you find out you have a black opponent oh, you no. know the, the president this morning uh, tweeted this out not only did congressman ron DeSantis easily win the republican primary but his opponent in november is his biggest dream a failed socialist mayor named andrew gillum who has allowed crime and many other problems to flourish in his city this is not what florida wants or needs how do you plan to beat him well, look, I mean, this is a, Florida elections are always competitive. And, um, you know, this is a guy who, although he's much too, too liberal for Florida, I think he's got huge problems with how he's governed Tallahassee. Uh, you know, he is an articulate spokesman for those far left views, and he's a charismatic candidate. And, you know, I watched those Democrat debates. None of that was, was my cup of tea. But, I mean, he performed better than the other people there. So, so we've got to work hard to make sure that we continue Florida going in a good direction. Let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. That is not going to work. That's not going to be good for Florida. Uh, So I'm going to fight for what I believe in because I think I'm the guy who can really lead Florida in a good direction. What's this fuckwad's name? Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis was on Fox News 187 times during his campaign so far which saved him as a, as a trump supporter because obviously and uh, and you know trump is back in this guy which has saved him nine million dollars in fucking campaign fucking funds this is free advertising that fox is giving this fucking douchebag and so of course he has to say that the black dude's gonna monkey it up right yeah. because oh, and call him articulate and oh, yeah. uh, oh god and uh, oh, stop and calling black people articulate like just understand that charismatic like, you called him a charismatic and articulate uh, just understand that like you should just just 
do yourself a favor, politicians, and stop calling your opponent articulate because if somebody won a primary, they engaged in a debate, and it kind of goes without saying that generally yeah. they're going to be good with the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if they're not that bright, they're going to be good with their words. And just, just, stop. you could have gone through that mm-hmm. interview without saying monkey once. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy is like Captain Keyword over here. He's just like trying to like. Well, he's on Fox. Yeah, so. Of course. He thinks he can. He thinks nobody's watching. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks everybody watching needs their hearing aid battery replaced. Exactly. Right? They're all going to be dead soon anyway. They're just reading the bottom score. You have more of this fucking dirt pile. Oh, but n- I have so. I think the next day on uh, we'll call it the CNN B team. This is headline news on CNN. <sighs> they have somebody from the GOP who is going to backpedal for him. Oh, that's not what's going to happen that's at not- all. She's Ooh. gonna go hard in the paint on this. It's gonna. There's a, there's a recurring theme around here. Uh, remember that ice cream meme I posted? That's not what I meant. <laughs> Jordan yeah, yeah, Peterson yeah. ice cream. That's sort of what's going on here. Okay. So, Allie, there has been backlash against Mr. DeSantis for using that word, monkey. Your thoughts on what what he meant? I think it's racist to call him out for that. Obviously, that wasn't his intention. If that was his intention, he never would have said that publicly. So I think it's kind of a ridiculous accusation uh, to to point that out as as bigoted or as pointed uh, towards his opponent. He had just finished saying, you know, this is a worthy opponent that we're going to have to work hard to beat. I highly doubt that he intentionally uh, meant to be demeaning by saying that. And I think it's way overblown to react in a negative way. Well, let me just tell you, Ali, as an African-American man who's had racial terms used against him, uh, I'm sure you're a nice person, but I don't really care whether you think it was racist. It was a racist term uh, that was used. It's offensive. There are millions of African-Americans who've had to deal with this. You uh, honestly think that he intended it that way? How else do you intend saying, let's monkey around when the first African-American nominee for governor, uh, when you're addressing that? He said we shouldn't monkey this up. That's not just a dog whistle. That's a bullhorn. Oh, she did the thing. She did the you took him out of context. You don't understand him. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. And this is why people hate white people. Well, Well, at least that white person. Some of my best friends are white people. (laughs) (laughs) It it gets worse. So why didn't you say, let's mess this up? understand that I don't have the same perspective on this than you and I will own that and I believe that you're genuine in your feelings of this. I I think that you are a very honest and good person. However, I just don't think DeSantis is that dumb. That he said a blatant racist term that he he knew would get backlash. He's not an idiot. Um, I highly doubt that it was intentional and I truly am sorry if you or anyone else were offended by that. Um, But it it wasn't deliberate. He's, He's not that dumb yeah and his camp did uh, push back on this i'm trying to find the statement but um but i can i can tell it to you in a, in a nutshell michael and, and it's exactly what ali said i mean ron DeSantis. they said didn't mean anything by using that word he just meant that you know it's throwing a wrench in the system like a monkey wrench yeah, exactly. sure. I mean, I feel like this is more of Trump's kind of they're good people on both sides or the Allen in Virginia when he used the macaca oh comment. Like, it, it's just, come on. Like, there's just no room for this kind of language. He could have said it a million ways. Okay, so what I was talking growing up is that you can really tell the character of a person in their offhand comments. So, regardless that this was written or not, this was an offhand comment, he just and you got, can see exactly what he thinks and and, and what's he, going on. This guy, come on, come on, guys. 
It's I think that uh, yeah, you you spend. 187 appearances on fucking the same network is basically like like that's more days than most congressmen go to work and um <laughs> well if this guy gets elected that'll probably be a good thing uh, he'll be he'll be off he'll be actually less busy he's all who's the arab over there oh. i didn't mean it that way have you seen bugs bunny <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that she said do you think he's stupid and it's like bitch you just she just went on fucking tv and said that his black opponent would monkey his state up yes 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 i think yes. he's that stupid yes yeah you yes. could have because he has advisors and he should have said hey i need to be really really careful here because i don't want to ever be seen as a racist so coach me a little bit here you know like trump would say get me a black maybe a binder full of them and he's like don't pay them very well but get me one and just have them tell me what i shouldn't say and i figure like any references to primates would be like off the table yeah don't say yeah. anything about primates or gun crime or 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 robbing a liquor store or tennis shoes or just any of them dog just stay away from these dog whistles because he could have just said i hope this guy doesn't screw the state up with all these liberal policies but he chose to he use the term monkey this up i don't know if he what the thing is the end result is what came out of his mouth and he's running for office so and then somebody had to white splain for him <laughs> well i just don't i just don't trust his judgment as a government official if he has to negotiate with somebody in this case because you say that shit and you're negotiating with a black dude who's the head of a corporation the black dude will go oh look your rate just went up 10 percent," but he won't tell you your rate just went up 10 percent. bam you just cost the state a bunch of money because you called the black dude a monkey <laughs> that's fucked up i mean i don't know if this guy intended it that way but that's not really the point it's that this is like that he wasn't conscious enough to like right. consider that he, if he would have thought that he should have said oh no no let's not say that let's yeah, say he, that in another way because i don't mean that in the way it wouldn't he could have the purest of intentions but he wasn't able to do a tv spot about his black opponent the first black nominee in florida history without using the word monkey mm -hmm. and he yeah. wasn't like oh his opponent called him a monkey during the democratic primary and i thought that was pretty fucked up because that would be okay to say except i don't think his opponent did that right <laughs> because his opponent isn't ron DeSantis or a republican it's just always the Republicans that accidentally call the black dude a monkey. Like, who would have thought? <laughs> it's always dudes like Ron DeSantis. And this guy's not squeaky clean in a lot of other ways. He's, like, involved in these Facebook groups. You've seen these kind of political MAGA Facebook groups where everything's totally racist, but nobody in there is racist at all. Yeah, so it's like, oh, it's all just calm and it's fun. It's fun. It's harmless. So we got one more clip here. It's ignorance, ignorance. To use the term monkey with he the said first He said he doesn't want American to monkey nominee. this up. No, because he's a socialist. The next sentence was saying, you know, this is a far left socialist candidate. Florida doesn't want someone with, uh, you know, these kind of extreme progressive values. And so we don't want to monkey this up. We don't want to mess this up. It's this kind of accusation of racism against something that is clearly not intended to be racist that actually undermines actually, actual actually. instances of racism. And this is another example of why Trump won, because people are so tired of these generalizations is everyone on the right being racist when they're clearly not that's not what that anyone was, said that's what no one said a racist can't tell a racist they're not a racist because that doesn't fucking work <laughs> i don't think that 
this okay this lady could have done this a lot better she could have just said hey that guy said something stupid but i don't really see in his record that this is an indication of what he thinks of black people he certainly shouldn't have said monkey and i hope he'll apologize for having said it Mm -hmm. and then this lady could have come out looking great she should have said he should apologize because like we you know we all say stupid things sometimes and this is a very stupid thing but instead she's like oh it's totally fine whatever blah 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 blah. dancing around the issue for which the the comment was made for everybody else is stupid or they're all we're all like i don't you know it would be like it would be like if i was running against somebody and they were like they were like oh you know all this faggy disco music you know that my opponent plays and then they go oh you know it turns out actually that your opponent is gay and they go oh i didn't mean to insult my opponent and it's like well no but you did (laughs) and it wasn't about the music really although you have poor taste in that case as well (laughs) why can't you just why can't why can't this lady on this thing just say oh yeah that was really stupid it was a really bad misstep and i don't know the guy but his record doesn't indicate that he holds these kinds of feelings about black people and then they would have to read stuff right and and, and, uh they would have to actually admit that they might be wrong once and then the whole fucking thing just like falls apart like a fucking jenga tower well she didn't have to admit that she was wrong she's wrong in this clip she's wrong as fuck in this clip oh but no their their ratings and everything that's what they're afraid of oh man so shout out to the other dude in this who was like well no actually like people called me a monkey before because i'm a black dude and i didn't like that and that's like what's going on here and then she like was dismissing it she's like i don't have your perspective and she and but then when she said i don't have your perspective she had another chance to like save herself and be like you know what i don't have your perspective maybe i need to rethink this mm-hmm. do you have some time after the show let's go get a drink and you can explain a little more of this to me because i don't understand this as much as I hate Jordan Peterson, I have heard him admit that maybe he was wrong about things and it that, only were, t- that were specifically racist. Uh, uh, homophobic bigotry. Yeah. It was about the, the gay, gay wedding cake. <laughs> and that was under the mildest of... The, yeah, yeah. I don't like Jordan Peterson either. Uh, none on him later tonight. <laughs> so Yay. we're going we're gonna to move along. Um, it's unfortunate that people are putting Rick Santorum uh, on TV anymore, but you should, in fact, Google SpreadingSantorum.com um, and just check it out. It's gross. And uh, shout out to Dan Savage. I am old enough to remember the Senator Santorum, who perhaps would have been deeply concerned about decades worth of dirt, maybe scurrilous dirt uh, on a presidential candidate and a person who is now ultimately president. But I'm guessing at this point that the president's supporters doesn't move them at all uh, because I imagine this is what you're going to tell me that they've already baked it all into the cake you know the access Hollywood tape didn't move it nothing else is going to well look I mean I, I've been listening to this and it's you know it's it, it's it's I'm having a hard time keeping my dinner down I mean this is just this is not a very pleasant conversation and to talk about the president of the United mm-hmm. States and all of these potential scurrilous types of activities and the oh. and and his concern about having that that those those types of things come out is, uh, you know, it's it's not fun to listen to, and and I don't I don't think mo- many of his supporters like listening to it. But you do come back to the point. Well, okay, uh, we we understand the president has a sordid past, and uh, he had you know did a lot of things that that were a lot worse than even what maybe he was trying to protect himself from. No other 
elected official in the last I'll give it fucking fucking 50 years could have possibly by any means gotten away with being as unfucking scrupulous as this douchebag in chief I just what I I'm wondering like the problem here is tribalism right and we're, we're guilty of it here too but we don't go on the fucking news and tell you we're giving our ex- expert analysis because we used to be like a presidential candidate that like ew ew Rick Sandhorn's gross um like gross gross like like probably extra nipples gross um but triple nipple saying home but if it was in fact if it wasn't a far right republican if it was a moderate republican that one that all this happened for rick santorum would probably be calling for their head because he's not trying to impose the christian theocracy if hillary clinton had been found to be having an affair or paid for like a like a like an escort or something at some point this guy would be all up in arms about it and shit it's fucking straight tribalism like I don't actually care. Actually, I don't. Actually, actually. I do not care that Trump cheated on his wife with a porn star. No. Like, I do care that the people that he was courting are so fucking backward and fucked up about sex that he paid these people to shut the fuck up and then tried to hide it. Like that's because that's that's just a sign that he's not going to be honest and forthcoming in it from what we're from what we know it might just be the tip of the iceberg but the red flag at the tip of the iceberg yeah it's just that it's just that rick santorum of all people should care about this because rick santorum is very very concerned with whether or not i'm gonna have sex with a man tonight Mm. (laughs) and i'm just getting over the flu the answer is no rick you can't come over <laughs> Plus, uh, Charlie's going to come over, and f- Charlie Kirk from Turning Points USA is going to come over and feed me hot and sour soup. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, please not to wear the diaper this time. That's gross. So I got another <laughs> clip of Rick Santorum, who they should not let on TV anymore. I don't like it, uh, and and uh, I, I find it to be, you know, a compounding a compounding effect of the character of the man, but. It, at the same time, uh, I think that that, as you just said, has been baked into the cake. So, so Rick, is, isn't isn't it really the case that he's going to appoint? You know, we're going to have Matt, uh, the 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 Kavanaugh hearings on on uh, next week. He's a promise to appoint judges who's going to who are going to overturn Roe v. Wade. Here comes Judge Kavanaugh, soon to be <laughs> Justice Kavanaugh. Donald Trump could hang on the ceilings having sex with anybody he likes as long as he gets Roe v. Wade overturned. You don't care, right? Isn't that the way it works? Mm-hmm. Well, we're talking about things that he did prior to him being president. And as, as you know, Jeffrey, uh, I don't think there was any question in the minds of any voter about Donald Trump and his, uh, his personal uh, activities. Uh, I think that was pretty much made clear. And, uh, and so what, what they're assessing him now and 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 we'll continue to do is his performance as president and and i think if they look at the policies that he's made and the appointments he's made to the judiciary i think most conservatives are very happy about it okay first of all committing election fraud and tax evasion are not um personality fucking flaws (laughs) right I mean, they're indicative of personality flaws. I, mean, I maybe. can't. I can't believe I actually have to point this shit out to people. To be um, fair, Rick Santorum isn't listening to this because he can't figure out Icecast. So uh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> but he's on TV to analyze the world we live around. We right. Live in. Uh, yeah. That's. Uh, 
So there was that thread on my on, on my page. This is what I'm where talking about. You were going about. off on this guy. One of one of my oh, old friends. Thank you. You reminded me. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, what he's talking about when he's talking about policies. It's like what fucking policy? And they want to go like, oh well, he fucking garnered this agreement between us and North Korea. I said, fucking show me one fucking piece of policy that has come out of this ego stroking fucking debacle of whatever happened over in north korea just because two people meet doesn't mean that there is any and doesn't mean that 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 automatically means fucking leprechauns and rainbows are popping out of everybody's fucking asses and trade's great and it's wonderful and everything's fine and it's great it doesn't and it just means that in my opinion that donald trump is a fucking moron and whenever he's there running his fucking mouth these fucking psycho dictators are just got a fucking bug in the room and are just recording him and waiting for the fucking right time to i mean i don't know what they would be waiting for because any time would be the right time he's a goddamn sideshow well the thing okay so rick santorum is not very impressive um I could go on cable news. I don't clean up nice like Rick Santorum, but I would just go and fucking they'd be like, oh, well, do you need the makeup? I'd be like, no. I'd like, I'd like to look like death incarnate as I yeah. fucking tell, <laughs> tell everyone the world's going to end yeah. and that like our space comrades better come save us. <laughs> More on that during red light. But they just shouldn't let fucking Rick Santorum on TV anymore because the, the, the problem that I have with this is that the the interviewer when they said uh, when the santorum said the policies like you were saying they didn't say what policy they didn't you know they weren't saying no they don't say what policy they don't say that like that's not a very difficult question well, like you could say like oh the weather you're like well what do you mean about the weather like this, these aren't even hard things no, like, like but, children ask these kinds of questions i mean he's always <laughs> right. saying that he's gonna come up with a policy and then some kind of popcorn fart happens and the <laughs> fucking trumpsters are like blah, blah 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 see see he's the fucking messiah he's the fucking chosen one blah 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 and you're like fucking put your head in an oven i just look at him so uh, my brain just look, you at look at it just look at it we look had um fired this woman um previously but at the 100th episode we unfired everyone let's see if she survives the night do you know who this is <laughs> Ooh, this is ann coulter uh-oh. She's going to talk about the opioid crisis and uh, MS-13. Oh, she's really going to piss me off. Trump has put it beautifully. Um, if you're for open borders, you're for more crime. Sanctuary cities. I mean, sanctuary cities are protecting not just illegal aliens, but illegal aliens who've been convicted of crimes. Right. How on earth do they defend that? So I hope Trump hits it hard. Um, I, I mean, he also ought to hit the heroin issue hard. There would be no heroin problem in this country, but for the fact that fentanyl. we do not have, a, and fentanyl, we do not have a, a, a wall on our border. I mean, he used that very well during the campaign, and that's why I'm a little testy with him uh, can, for not building Can I ask you your opinion? So Trump said that MS-13 is primarily a south of the border problem that, that's being uh, exported or imported here. What are your thoughts on MS-13? We can, we have, we'll put up a full screen, the immigration crime stats on MS-13 specifically. What are your thoughts on MS-13? The, on the left, they're telling us, no, that's a homegrown problem, not yes. a, uh, a border problem. Who cares? They're mostly illegal aliens, or they're, oh. they're, they're you know, asking for asylum. The only reason they're here, one way or another, is because liberals and the absence of a wall. Oh, my fucking God. Like... Does she does she understand that there already is a fucking wall? <laughs> does she understand fentanyl is produced by United States based drug manufacturers? Right. Mm-hmm. 
they don't let us import drugs like fentanyl from uh, other countries no. to save money on them. There is no fentanyl coming over the fucking border. Mm. Like there may be, I mean, there may be minute amounts in some of the stuff that's already been cut, but fentanyl is coming from fucking Pfizer or Merck or fucking Bayer or mm. one of the big chemical companies. And that shit's killing everybody. Ain't no MS 13 importing fentanyl. If MS 13 is distributing fentanyl, they're getting it from a crooked doctor who's fucking prescribing it or yep. a crooked yeah. a crooked patient who is claiming they have more pain than they do. Or Walter White created it for him in a lab somewhere. Walter White can't create the fentanyl. He can create the meth. <laughs> <laughs> but she's just, everything she's saying isn't true. The whole thing. She's like, oh, the left wants to say it's a homegrown problem. It's like, bitch, that shit started in Los Angeles. There's a dude in jail who claims he made MS-13 mm -hmm. and he was not an immigrant. Sure, some immigrants join gangs because like if if you don't have the protection of the law, you have to get your protection yeah, somewhere because yeah. everybody wants to be safe. Even if your safety is from localized gang violence, like that's the basis of the mafia right yeah. it's like the cops for the bag it's cops for people who can't go to the cops right and it's it's not good but it's not an immigration problem there have been mobsters in the united states i mean there's we've romanticized them when they were white it's mm -hmm. our culture guys well it's just funny it. you know you watch the godfather and that romanticizes the gangsters but guess what those are italians and italians are white now yeah yep they weren't white for a while. We called them WAPs and mm -hmm. we treated them bad and treated the Irish bad. But as soon Just as like we Irish. as soon as we decided they were white, then we romanticized the mobster culture of and there's no difference between MS thirteen and La Cosa Nostra. Nope. No. It exists for the same Same reasons. To yeah. generate money by any means necessary so they just need lobbyists and like they did like uh they're in vegas and stuff like that and everything when they that's when they romanticized it they started being more and political and everything and that's how we'll know if ann culture listens to this show if her next set of talking points oh, is that she, they've actually hired lobbyists <laughs> what if she what if what if her next thing she's like got a big old cholo bandana on and she's like hey man mexicans are okay <laughs> hey vato hey vato how, how are you young vato is doing today uh, vato with two <laughs> and with culture two goes undercover <laughs> They're like, I don't know if you're undercover, but I think you're a man. And Coulter would be like the one to like gentrify gangs and they would just be over. No, they'd quit their gang so that they could like, they'd, they'd be like, we're going to start out organizing for the Democratic Party. Fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, unfortunately, the next thing I have, I think you survived this round in culture next time. We'll get you. Uh, the next <laughs> thing we have is NRA TV. They're going to talk about education funding from the federal level. Oh, this. And um, where it should go. The federal government is too big. Its mission has expanded far beyond what our founding fathers ever envisioned. One agency that could be closed is the Department of Education. Yes, I said closed. Some bureaucrat in Washington certainly doesn't know what's best for my child's school here in Texas. They think that they do. Well, the Department of Education is a prime example of when local control far exceeds federal control and benefits to children. States and local municipalities need to take care of their own kids when it comes to education. It just isn't a core responsibility of the federal government. No, what not. is the rule of law is? Oh, the federal you. judicial system is. That falls within the scope of what government should be doing. Providing for the free flow of commerce, making sure that roads and infrastructures are up to par to move goods and people from one state to the next. And of course, national security, keeping our citizens safe. Those are the three core duties of the federal government. Thanks. Anything beyond that scope is outside the scope of what our government should be spending money on, in my opinion. 
Did he just say that anything that is in the scope is in the scope and anything that is out of the scope is out of the scope? It's, yeah. He's a fucking genius. <laughs> oh, gosh, this guy. Did you know that three people- Somebody make that man president. Did you know that because all three of us are in this room, that means none of us are in the other room? <laughs> That's 100% correct, sir. This, guy is, this guy's a fucking genius. He should be running the Department of Education. He's pr- fucking pretty spatially aware. I just thought it would be- so, so jealous right now. Which brings me back to the Department of Education and why we're talking about this on NRA TV. Texas is asking to spend federal Department of Education grant money to buy firearms for teachers that have gone through the state's school marshal program. Teachers no. trained to carry wow. firearms in That's school and firearms and the state's needs permission to use federal money to do that. No, As you can no. imagine, the left is melting down. Anti-gunners no. outraged no, that the government <laughs> would soon be funding firearms to put in the hands of educators. I would argue, of all the things that schools use federal grant money for, this may be the most legitimate. It falls into the core function of the federal government. Provide for the safety and security of its citizens. Ugh. In fact, using federal tax dollars to buy guns for teachers is more in line and more in the boundaries of what the federal money should be used for than even textbooks or after-school programs. Guns in the hands of good guys has a direct (laughs) impact on our safety, a core function of government. So the left needs to stop whining and it should realize it's lucky the Department of Education even exists. It is my humble opinion. you need to stop. (laughs) Well, the clip's over. Good for you. Thank God. Okay, you know what? There is, okay. I on can't a, stop him. On a serious note, honestly, the reason, and it has nothing to do with, I don't think that teachers don't know how to handle a gun, and I don't think this and that and the other thing. I think that in a situation where there are children involved and the police are going to come and they have a hard enough time handling a gun themselves, and you have a situation where you have armed adults on a fucking campus and there's an active shooter on there and you know you can look at some of these young teachers they don't look like they're fucking far out of high school i mean i'm just skewed because now i'm older and now that and they look really you don't know who's is the bad guy in the situation and it's going to cause unnecessary complications to an already very complicated situation arming more people is never the answer to less shots <laughs> yeah yeah more shots is not less shots more shots everything is more isn't shots. a fucking mission impossible movie okay and people can actually hit things unlike stormtroopers so you need to like get your head out of the fucking macho fucking movie bullshit fucking second amendment blah 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 patriot blah, 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 and um get some fucking common sense and some logic you know i know a guy um he was a uh, private security right and i i knew that he liked guns and i was like hey you like guns what do you think of arming teachers and he's like that sounds really stupid and yeah. he's like here's why he says and what he said was i did never cross my mind and it would have never crossed my mind if he said it he said when you were in school the teacher was on one side of the room you the students were in the middle and the door was on the other side of the room yeah and here's why because the teacher wants to see who's coming in and out of the room for safety he goes the problem is in that scenario if an active shooter comes in the teacher then has to shoot across a room full of students and he goes 
He goes, that's my job is to, I do personal protection. He goes, I do not discharge my weapon if the person I'm protecting is between me and an assailant. Right. That is just what I don't do ever. He goes, that's what cops are trained to do and, and, and federal agents and stuff are you, all trained to do. You so. never, if you're trying to protect someone, if, if they're in the line of your fire, even off to the side, no, you don't do it. Ricochet you, is going to occur. Oh, you get yourself somewhere where you have a clean line of sight. And he goes, a classroom is designed with the opposite thing in mind. The teacher needs to be able to see the door and the students. So you put the students and the door in the line of sight of the teacher. Well, that's great. But that puts the fucking students in the line of fire if you're going to shoot the bad guy. And he said, because he's a you know nice Bay Area liberal kind of guy, he said, also, these teachers aren't making a lot of money, and now we're now we're now we're making them law enforcement and making them responsible for this deadly weapon in their classroom. Yeah. He goes, "You're going to get a lot less teachers." That's what I was. That's what I was wanting to talk about. Is like, man, we pile all this stuff, including our kids and stuff, and all these people, and they spend their days and their time and their own money already on these kids, and and, and now they're supposed to protect them too. I mean, they're, they're there to protect the kids, but not like, like with Rambo a, with a weapon. I not mean. like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, of course, their job. One of their jobs is to protect the kids, but not right. not like you know what I mean, Dave. Yeah, not Rambo. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh no! Speaking of ridiculous, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! What's going Coach on? Dave, they call it the N word. Have you ever heard anything more stupid than that? The N word. What is the N word? Well, the N word is where they call somebody nigger, right. right? Or niggardly. Remember, a guy got in trouble for. Being called niggardly, Jared, that'd be a good word. Let's go oh, to Webster's. Yeah. Let's go to Webster's 1828 dictionary, Jared, and look up the word niggardly. 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 <laughs> niggardly means covetous or avaricious. Sordidly. Parsimonious. Boy, I got to get out my thesaurus. Extremely sparing <laughs> of expense. Sparing, wary, costly, avoiding profusion. Niggardly basically means cheap so coach dave i'm trying to be careful here after what coach <laughs> oh. dave did i feel like i feel like all the walls have been broken down and i feel like you could go listen to episode two of the plex but <laughs> but uh, why do you go during your talk about that word and just keep saying it you just he just kept saying it you just kept, i have two more clips of during which he just keeps saying it okay go you just keep saying it look now, Jared, look up nigger. Is nigger on there? Is, is, does Webster even have a word nigger? Wasn't even a word. Nigger. No. Niggered is what? Niggered is narrow, to ha haggle, to be sordidly parsimonious. I'm going to look that one up. Exhibit analogies similar to those of wretched wreck and haggle, a miser, a person meanly close and covetous, a sordid wretch. Who saves every cent or spends grudgingly? That's a niggard. Oh, that, that's God, a niggard. Stop. That's right. a niggard. Stop. Right? See, how, you see what they've done to us with words, Jared. Do, by the way, do it again, Jared. Eighteen twenty-eight. Please look that up for me again. Nigger. N-I-G-G-E-R. No. Oh my God. Double, triple, quadruple. I'm sorry down. you guys had to walk in on this. Um, I'm sorry. I thought I was coming in during red light. The lights are not red. No, it it's is not red still yet. five minutes till. Two minutes. And it's still two minutes till. We're going to run a little long because I got another clip And of this, this is what I walk into? I mean, you've, you've been on... You, 
You've been around. <laughs> well, I know this I've been around. This is Coach Dave. Coach you Dave know, is fucking. You know I've been around. Coach Dave has gone full fucking N-word potato. Like what? Pretty much. Hi, Coach Dave. Let's have oh. a discussion about unpunched Nazis after this next clip. Can I tell you something? I remember one time. Oh, no. When I was in high school, I was, pretty, I was a pretty good oh, no. athlete. I was a small guy. No. And I was reading an article in the paper. I was in high school. I was reading an article in the paper. I just scored a bunch of points in a basketball game. And, uh. The guy talked, said something about diminutive Dobbenmeyer. Blah, 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 does this so diminutive Dobbenmeyer uh, then took control of the game, something like that. So I, I'm in high school, right? Sophomore in high school. I said to my mom, Mom, what's that mean? Diminutive. And she said, um, small. Oh, no, here it comes. You, you know what? Mm-mm. I'd have rather they called me a nigger. I didn't look myself as small. What do you mean small? No. Why are they able to get away with that? Why can they call me small? Why can they call me fat? Why can they call me thick? Why can they call? And I can't say, oh, I can't say the N word. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Right. See what they've done to us? See what they've done to us? Made you. Oh, they've just made you. They made you unpunched Nazis. Oh, God. Why do they call me tall? Oh, that's because you're six foot fucking seven, you're a monster. Yeah. What the hell? And Well, that's why we call you monster. But they I call me tall, and I can't call that guy over there a raghead. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I mean, like, Are they calling me a racist just because I said nah, nah, all the time? Just because I kept repeating. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> because in, in the space of three minutes, I said the word nigger like 30 times. And was complaining that I can't just call people that. Fuck, Coach Dave. Well, not only just called it that many times, but then he used it as an adjective, a verb, and a noun, all in that span. And then looked up a word that's like that sounds like it, but isn't related to that isn't the same word. And but took pleasure in saying the first two syllables of that word because he was all niggard. Lee, and (laughs) (laughs) and an adverb. They made it an adverb. Dude, well, no, he's, he just wants so badly to be able to call black people that, and he can't, so he's going on going, poor me, I can't even say it ever, and it's like, well, no, especially after the shit you just said for three minutes where you said it 30 times, then no, you, in fact, you probably can't even call a dude black anymore without somebody hitting you. Like, you've, you're like, you've like, reached your N-word quota for today. You know, like on, on like a video game where you're like, where this, this thing will build up where you're about to get knocked out if anything fucking scrapes you because you're like, wait, you're like on the other end of your health. That's yeah. where he is yep. on like the unpunched exactly. Nazi scale after that. That was part of a three hour broadcast. I wonder what he said after that. Like, oh. he was like, oh, and then, uh, uh, you know, I pick some flowers. Actually, hey, I bet a black person do it for me. Hey, can you look up faggot for me? I really want to know what that was. Look up faggot. <laughs> how about how about wetback or spick or that means a bundle of sticks? See, I've been I, you've been wrong this whole time, you fag. <laughs> yeah, look up wop. They called me small once, and I can't call that. I could call my gay neighbors faggots. What the fuck? Do you know what wop stands for? Actually. Without papers. Oh. It was a derogatory term for Italian-Americans uh, oh. back in the day, but that's how it came about. But So it could have been applied to anyone. What, All right, what, do, they call, what do they call the Irish? That was If that was oh, what uh, um, came before red light, I'm uh, terrified. I had to put that, I had to put that in the regular show. I, I might just call the show like the N-word. We were, we were white niggers. White, Dude, white niggers. The entire show is like entire parental advisory. 
All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the podcast <laughs> version of the show. The end of it got a little bit wild, but uh, we said the N word far less than <laughs> Dave Dobbenmeyer ever will. <laughs> and uh, and uh, just rest assured that we. Uh, Actually, you know what? I, I want to maybe real quick. Actually, just real quick. <laughs> actually, if this guy is using the word and I'm describing it, I have no problem with that. Like I'm describing someone else's behavior. Um, if people are uncomfortable with it, do let us know because uh, we can certainly adjust that kind of behavior. But I don't mind the use of the word as a descriptor of someone else's speech. Um, and I would be very upset if they took the word out of something like Huckleberry Finn because uh, a book like Huckleberry Finn was social commentary and Mark Twain was uh, just explaining what was going on. Right. And so, uh, but if that does bother any of our <laughs> listeners, do let us know because it would be very easy to just never do that again. But uh, if Dave Dobbenmeyer said it 30 times and I use it to make fun of him, we good. Yeah, we good. So you can find this show on all your podcatchers and uh, it's just a few seconds to red light here, although I do have to find a fucking song. What do you guys need? I want uh, Lex, man, because she's on tour. If anybody, can do that. what? Yeah, dude, she's in Seattle. She's rocking it. Yeah, we can do. Ass. We can do Lex, the lexicon artist. Uh, I'm gonna grab the one with the least plays. Here's uh, Lex. Oh, uh, glasses. <laughs> this is Mozart von Robots "Dismount Your Donkey" remix of "Glasses" by Lex, the lexicon artist. And then we're gonna play another song after that because I want to have a real cigarette. We'll be right back. Figures into a throat, trying to throw up for the dome. What you've been, shit, a split second, reckon this has never been. It's the 
paint Toronto Road this one. So here we go.